Hey, everybody, you're listening to the podcast right now. It almost seems live. But if you want to actually hear us live, check out the Twitch at twitch.com slash media. But now on to the podcast. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I'm your host, JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. With me, I have Ryan. What's up, guys? Twitter is R-O-K-K-O, Rocco, 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 Daydreamer. It's spicy. <laughs> I just watched it too. <laughs> That is very funny. Keone is here. Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh, if you want to see content that's probably not as good, but we're trying on the Twitter as that Russell Wilson sub Subway sandwich commercial, um, you can follow us and me on the Twitter, just me specifically, at Daydreamer Keone. Oh, boy. If only I could get to that level. But I try. I try. That level of cringe is... Yeah. Terrible. Oh, that's a that's a weird, weird commercial there. Mm. Weird commercial with us. All right, let's jump into some news. We got a lot of news to get to, so let's just get right to it. Mm. First up, Tyrod Taylor is in concussion protocol. Backup quarterback for the New York Giants. Quarterbacks dropping like flies this week. Yeah. Yeah. Did it feel like a lot of people got concussions after Tua? Because mm. it did feel like if you kind of hit your head. Yep. <laughs> they, then the NFL is going to get probably you a lot of You slap your own head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the NFL is going to get in a lot of trouble for what happened to Tua, though. So mm. they're not going to mess around no more. If you mm. Good. if you have, show any signs of concussion, you're done for the day. And that's probably <laughs> how it should be. Yes. Uh, we can talk about Tua will miss uh, this week for sure, but his MRI came back clean. Uh, so good news for Tua, mm. but uh, not going to be playing him in fantasy anytime soon. No. Uh, Giants quarter starting quarterback Daniel Jones sustained an ankle sprain, and he is considered day-to-day. After Tyrod uh, went out with his concussion, Daniel Jones did enter the game again for a little bit, but uh, some some wildcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saquon Barkley ready to take over uh, <laughs> the QB. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Uh, Brian Hoyer sustained a head injury. Uh, like it's a nasty, it's a nasty tackle too. It's like, oh, that man. That looks like it would hurt, but yeah. another backup quarterback going down to the concussion. But we got the era of Bailey, Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. He didn't look too bad, honestly. No, no, no. Made got it to overtime, but they played him well. So he had a ton of time in the pocket, but Mm. he was he was finding players whenever he had the time, which is all you can really ask for. And a great name. It's a great name. Top notch name. It is a really good name. Traylon Burks was seen on crutches after Sunday's game and is dealing with turf toe. He will miss some time. This is the rookie wide receiver for the Titans. Uh, so I'm sorry if you guys listened to me and started him. But, Oof. Uh, you could probably move on. Yeah. 
Jonathan Taylor is dealing with an ankle injury. Test came back negative. He's going to have a chance to play this Thursday. They are the Thursday night game going against the Broncos. So it's something to monitor. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, listen to that Thursday morning podcast for any updates on Jonathan Taylor. I like nine times, though. Yeah. I think it's a good opportunity for him to get a lot more work. Interesting. Um, just, yeah, not looking forward to that game at all. Might be a, a sit ever, or not, may, just maybe not watch that game. I don't know. But it is cold, so. Yeah. <laughs> Noah Brown uh, has a neck injury, wide receiver for the Cowboys. We saw Michael Gallup come back, looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, those will be the one two punch there. T. Higgins is dealing with an ankle injury. Oh my. <sighs> one after another. Yeah. I mean, he looked good, but I need, I need you healthy, T. I need you healthy. Yeah. So if he doesn't play, then Tyler Boyd potentially has upside. Mm-hmm. True. Rookie wide receiver for the Washington Commander sustained a hamstring injury. Jahan Dodson. It's looking like he's going to miss at least one week, if not multiple weeks with that hamstring injury. So. Mm. He's a touchdown machine. Mm. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, slide into that spot. Yeah. Might be able to, to play him. Play Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. Players. Yeah, because they were doing well already. So. Bills wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie is in concussion protocol as well. And John U. Smith, tight end for the New England Patriots, is dealing with an ankle injury. Tight end Cameron Brait for the Buccaneers. He's in concussion protocol. There's Ryan, you're right. There's a lot of concussions. Yeah. Uh, you were uh, lying. Did Jamison Crowder hurt his ankle in this game? Jamison Crowder broke his ankle. Oh. He is done for a little while and they're waiting on more tests to come back to see if anything else was torn uh, in in the process i knew i saw the i, I think i saw the mckenzie hit or whatever or whatever mm. happened to him but i, I was like damn what happened to crowder oh uh, yeah crowder's crowder's gonna be done and he's only like 0.2 percent rostered so uh, mm. not fantasy relevant so, sorry for not putting him <laughs> in the news uh, Rashad Bateman is dealing with a foot injury. He is considered day to day. Yeah. Uh, Cordero Patterson, running back for the Atlanta Falcons, is headed to the IR. He had uh, surgery on Monday morning. Mm. So uh, this this is this affects fantasy for big sure. News. Yeah. Yes, and we will talk about that. Definitely be ready to make moves if you are the Patterson manager and other players. You know, hopefully you were just sliding Cordell into your flex, and maybe you have mm. a few more options there. I'm I'm really glad though that the person I I was going to trade for him and the person just didn't take it. So oh, I'm like, woo, <laughs> cancel that. <laughs> uh, and then some bad news here, sad news. Javante Williams, <sighs> running back for the Denver Broncos, tore his ACL, so. LCL, so. and posterior lateral corner. Uh, a significant injury. His season will be over rough and i wouldn't even say play um melvin, melvin gordon because fumbly fumble good. yeah yeah no. they, they, it finally looked like javante was 
going to take mm-hmm. over this backfield. And, you know, this team doesn't really care for Melvin Gordon, it seems like, anymore mm-hmm. with his fumble fumble mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And then Javante goes down. That really hurts. Uh, the Broncos are signing Latavius Murray off of the mm. Saints practice squad. So, mm. yeah, something to, to pay attention to. Okay. And that'll do it for the news. Now, on to our week four awards. So, this first award is an underrated performance of the week. This is the Mr. Lunch Pail Award. So who went to work for you guys this week? I'm going to give some credit to a guy that uh, we've kind of been, you know, giving him a lot of shit over the the course of the season uh, so far. And potentially, you know, there's reasons for it. But, you know, I think he showed in this game why he could be a valuable asset in fantasy. Um, He was going against a tough Bills defense, which was ranked fourth against the position. But J.K. Dobbins, you know, had a good game for you. Uh, He managed 41 yards and a touchdown on the ground, as well as catching all four of his targets for 22 yards and a touchdown. And so while you'd like to see more yards, you know, for the game, you can't argue with two total touchdowns and 17 touches for a guy coming off a big injury that has sidelined him for quite some time. So good job, Mr. Dobbins. And there's no JK about that. We oh, move. man. Move oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, J.K. Dobbins, I think, is a start going forward. He's not at 100%, I don't think. But if this is J.K. Dobbins at 80 or 90%, I will take it. And I think he's a start going forward. We've seen, yeah. it, we've seen it from him now. Mm-hmm. A, and Jones again. had to drop him from get all that bad juju off of him. <laughs> Hey, he was he was on my bench, so but he might make he might make a step Slide up to the roster. Starting, mm. yeah. uh, my lunch pail award goes to Brandon Cooks, the man who created this award. <laughs> seven seven targets, seven reception, fifty seven yards, and a touchdown against the Chargers defense that's banged up. Way to come back, Brandon Cooks, and put on good performance. Uh, my pl- lunch pail player of the week is going to go to Adam Thielen playing early in Sunday in London. If you had Michael Thomas going in that game or you knew Keenan Allen was declared out before, Thielen was drafted to, as that spot start, that slide in that you could, you know, get get it, pull the situation out, get it done for you. Well, he pulled through for you in this game, catching eight balls on nine targets for 72 yards, finished as a top 25 wide receiver. He is no longer that top 10 fantasy wide receiver that he was, but I think he fits perfectly into this category. Someone who you played, who isn't your star, but definitely helped you get some points and uh, didn't kill your week, didn't kill your matchup while he was at it. All right. On to our next award. This is the play of the week that got you screaming at your TV, good or bad. You were yelling at your TV. This is the damn award. Damn! I want to start this 
award off. And originally, even in the notes, I had the CMC catch over the linebacker in garbage time. It was nasty. Awesome. Look back at him. Everything was great about it. <laughs> but you know what? My damn award go has to go to Annie Dalton with the ugliest old man spin move in the pocket for a fumble. <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone saw this because, again, everyone was probably asleep. This man was try to avoid the pressure and did a spin move that must have taken three seconds. <laughs> Get it. Anyways. Right. And so it's like it's minutes. <laughs> Slow motion. <laughs> Literally. It was I don't bad. know what Andy Dalton's agility is in Madden. But that thing needs to be yeah. as low as possible. Cause damn. Was that play horrible? <laughs> Oof. He's no longer the red rocket. He's like one of those those toy rockets that you like pump up with your foot and it just goes pew. Oh man. <laughs> that play was incredible. It deserved more respect. That's why I had to put it, it in. There. More respect. <laughs> <laughs> For who? <laughs> All right. My damn award goes to Romeo Dobbs. So I got a question Sunday morning sent to me. Chris Godwin coming back off the hamstring injury or Romeo Dobbs. I went with Romeo Dobbs coming off eight catches, 72 yards and a touchdown and really looked like Rogers trusted him. Well, Dobbs scored a nasty touchdown. Uh, 31 coming back to the ball right on his shoulder, scored, uh, really left the defender on the ground pretty good. Uh, We lit. We're feeling really good, you know, got an early touchdown. Then later on in the game, Aaron Rodgers places a perfect ball over Dobbs' shoulder in the end zone. We were so happy. The perfect play, two touchdowns on the day for Dobbs. And then you see... In the corner of the screen, the ref looking like a fifth grade boy who thinks what this is what he thinks boobs is like tossing him up and down. No, he bobbled the ball, fell out, ball hit the ground. Dobbs did not come down with it. Didn't get the ball. Now, yes, he finished with five receptions on eight targets, 47 yards, scored that one touchdown, and he did finish above Chris Godwin. So I guess I'll take another victory lap here on this one. Uh, but damn, that was some emotional roller coaster on that play where it was just the perfect pass from Rodgers and Dobbs just couldn't hold on to it through through the ground. Mm. Very happy, but then followed by lots of profanity. Like a bag of sand. <laughs> Um, I did, I did the same, by the way. I like, I like, I'm like, yeah, two on the day. Cause I started him uh. like, yeah, two on the day. And it's just, uh, just, I just, so, and like, I didn't even realize until it's like, nope, nope, yeah. it's not. And it's like, it, it no. felt like it was so much later that they mm. came in and said that he dropped it. It's rough. Yeah. Um, but in a, in a positive note, I guess, um, for the damn Monday night clutch needed to come from behind down around 20 or so points in a league where it really matters. It's a money league. Who do you go to Debo Samuel 
57-yard touchdown Monday night football. What a thing of beauty. Just straight up basically kind of mossing the the defender. High points the ball, snatches away a, a interception basically, and runs all the way for a touchdown past multiple defenders making a few miss, even Jalen Ramsey. Debo Samuel saying Ramsey did not look like he wanted to try. You know, and Debo Samuel saying, I'm bigger than you. Get out of me way. And just getting great blocks though as well from from his people downfield. Just a couple guys been pushed on their backs, even the guy in the end zone to clear that final stretch. Um just great. Just love what it's why why you play fantasy football. You know, those come for behind victories to get that Monday night win in fantasy, um, you know, three and oh in that or three and one in that league now. And it just feels great. That's the only league I won this week, but it's all worth it um, for that one victory. And so all I got to say about Debo Samuel is damn. All right. On to our last award. This is a player who had the perfect matchup and just fumbled it away. This is the You're Not That Guy Pal Award. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. And I got Tony Pollard uh, coming off two solid performances. Pollard really let me down this week. Eight carries for six yards. Nine total touches for eight total yards. He finishes with just 1.3 fantasy points. Now, the commanders aren't the worst uh, defense against the running back, but you can score on them. We saw week one, we saw the Jaguars running back duo drop 80, uh, 28 points on them. And then week two, the Lions dropped 27 on them. Both of those are bottom 10 against the position in those weeks. So it is possible. Pollard just didn't have the juice in this game. He looked bad. It, it was, I mean, it just wasn't the running backs day for, for the Cowboys, Zeke or Pollard, but Pollard really let me down with only 1.3 points. Hmm. Speaking of uh, a former cowboy, Amari Cooper, he caught one of four targets for nine yards. It was a season low on targets, catches, and yards after coming off two great games. And to make it even worse, he was going against the Atlanta Falcons, who were 29th in the league versus receivers. I mean, they allowed it. They allowed over 40 fantasy points to the receiver position each week. Uh, like, how do you mess that up so bad? I mean, what's with you, man? I mean, come on. It's just, this is how trust gets broken. And now I, I'm just not sure if I can start him each week. It's an awful feeling and just an awful performance that led to definitely led to a, a loss. So Amari Cooper this week, you were not that guy. Yeah, I said uh, uh, hold on to him, maybe play him this one last week before you trade him. Well, I was wrong. You should have <laughs> traded him before. Yeah. <laughs> should have traded him with going into the Atlanta game. Look how big of a game, and no, fold mm. that one away. Rough. Just rough. 
I not that guy pal award goes to Darren Waller. Three receptions, 24 yards, five targets against the Denver Broncos defense. I know they're pretty good, but I think they were like 26 and tight end points given up. I mean, they have a touchdown to Will Disley or whatever it was, or how many touchdowns? I'm not sure how many touchdowns they got. But listen, the fact is, he's supposed to be the number two. There is no Renfro, and he had less less receptions than Josh Jacobs, less yards than Mac Collins. He was a forgotten man. It just wasn't a good week. JJ, just just behind the scenes, JJ picks these awards. You should have done the MVP award, MVP week, MVP award, and pick Josh Jacobs. Bro, that would have been a victory lap for you right there, boy. Hey, Josh Jacobs looking good. He did. He looked filthy. Uh, Well, whenever you give him the ball 30 times, it kind of helps. But they got their first win, so maybe keep giving it to him 30 times every game. Please, please do (laughs) in a sustainable way. Um, yeah, and another one of those great, great like clutch running back performances where up from a guy that's like, I don't know, about him. and it's like, oh, that's what he can do. Okay, next yeah. week, twenty yards. On target. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, probably true. <laughs> yeah. All right, those are our week four awards. Now, let's get into the waiver wire. All right. First, is there anyone you guys are adding before the players on your list that's over 45% rostered? Yeah, I, I got one. Austin right. Eckler, 99. <laughs> <laughs> Coming off a great game. I mean. Three touchdowns. <laughs> Three touchdowns. He's not only 99% rostered. Some He's available somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well... My like it's better, but it's not much better. <laughs> it's uh it's Alan Lazard. He is eighty point six percent rostered. <laughs> um Aaron Rodgers seems to trust this guy. Um he had six catches on eight targets for over a hundred yards. And then just their matchups coming up are Chef's kiss. They face the Giants, the Jets, Washington in the next three games. Then they face Buffalo. But then after that, Detroit. I mean, that's four out of five that Green Bay looks like they should win. Um, so he's he's in. You can get him in a fifth of leagues. So, um, yeah. And, and Aaron Rodgers loves trust. Do you hate Romeo? Do you no, hate I don't. Romeo Dobbs that much? No, I don't. I just he was kind of a guy that I saw that because um, like, he like almost makes the list because he's only forty six point one percent rostered. True, I did see that. I guess I don't. It's not that I don't like Romeo Dobbs. So get Romeo Dobbs as well. My, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I was I was just no. asking if there's a reason you went with Lazard over Dobbs because mostly because I saw his name first. Okay, <laughs> so you like the schedule? I'm just saying it's the same schedule. It's, it's Good for both of them. Yes, both are should be should be. These know. are the only two receivers that Aaron Rodgers trusts on the team: Allen mm. and Romeo Dubs. And Dubs. Uh, and don't running let backs, the, yeah, but and don't let that dropped touchdown pass take away. Oh, yeah. Like he threw to him for a reason, and basically, like 
you know, because of the rules, it was not a touchdown, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to keep going too. Yeah. Yeah. They and, challenged that play and mm. Aaron Rodgers was, was behind Romeo mm. the whole time thinking it was a touchdown. So, so I don't think it's something like Aaron Rodgers is mad at him dropping like that Christian Watson drop pass. Mm. And I don't yeah. know. It's going to take him a while to come back. Yeah. Even though uh, he did score, but I think it was like on the ground or something. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, Romeo Dobbs, yeah, like I said, forty six point one percent rostered. That's a great one right there. Michael Gallup, also another one, forty six point four percent rostered. Uh, He only had three targets, but he caught two of them, twenty four yards. He got in the end zone. Uh, Dak's going to come back eventually, and Michael Gallup's going to be the wide receiver too. There might take him a little bit. I'm not expecting huge things from Michael Gallup this year, but he'll be able to slide into the flex into your flex sometimes. Mm. Now let's move on to the actual waiver wire. Who are you adding this week on waivers? Who's 45% or less rostered. Okay. I'm going to start it off with a banger. I've been shouting his praises for weeks now and he still remains. Is it a quarterback? Perhaps. Okay. I think I know. I think I know. <laughs> 15.1% rostered. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Oh my goodness. He was QB1 on the week. Maybe QB2, depending on your scoring. But like, I am going to say his name until I am blue in the face. Geno Smith is a viable quarterback this season. And uh, and not just for streaming necessarily. Um, like I said, he's finished as the QB one, depending on your scoring going into Monday night, but he is getting it done. He has 78% completion percentage on the year. He has seven total touchdowns to just two interceptions and he is doing work, you know, and this team is clicking and granted their defense is bad, but that's going to keep them in games. Both like their offense is doing well, like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, the tight ends, they're all getting in sync. And, you know, if Rashad Penny can have games like he's having, I just I really like this team led by Geno Smith. And I think he's kind of proven a lot of people wrong or coming, you know, out of nowhere and really RKOing people into submission. And I know that's not how that works because it's a finisher, but you know, it's just, they face new Orleans, but then Arizona, the chargers giants, and then Arizona again. So I think those are matchups that are good opportunities for him to get points. And maybe not like it starts off rough with new Orleans, but their defense can be hit or miss. But Geno Smith, I just play him. He, he is good this season. Uh, For me, a guy who I am trying to pick up, Tyler Algier. 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 You know what? That's the best I could possibly do. Good, good job, bud. percent rostered. Um, Patterson on IR. Williams on IR. There's a legit chance for him to be fantasy or have fantasy value in this offense. It's putting up points. Uh, there are two hard matchups coming for him back to back with the Bucks and 49ers defense. But after that, Bengals, Fal- or Bengals, Panthers, Chargers, Panthers again, and Bears. Not great defenses. He can definitely make his way. Um, he's basically the only back there. So Tyler's year, I'll pick him up. I wouldn't start him again. I would not start him against the Bucks defense or 49ers, but 
How dare you say that about Caleb Huntley? (laughs) Yeah, he had the same amount of rushing touches. Got a whole drive to himself. Hey. And not just the snaps, but he literally got the ball handed to him on an entire drive and scored a touchdown. (laughs) Hmm. So if you can't get Tyler Algier, Caleb Huntley is literally uh, uh, rostered nowhere. 0.0% of rosters. Wow. I don't think I've... Wow. That's... hmm. But I would I would add Algier first. He's actually number two on my list, right behind this guy, George Pickens. Mm. Now George Pickens, uh, looking looking real good out there in preseason and everything. And now Kenny Pickett took over at halftime, and Kenny Pickett just seems to love George Pickens. He got eight targets, caught six of those, 102 yards. He didn't score a touchdown, but that'll come. George Pickens is a great wide receiver, uh, and he's going to be able to be slid into your into your flex sometimes. He finishes the wide receiver 18 uh, uh, this week, going against Buffalo and then Tampa Bay. I don't know uh, if you can play him in the next couple weeks, but yeah. Yeah, that's I, I looked at him and I'm like, oh, that's the schedule's rough. The schedule that's the, why I stayed kind of stayed away from him. The schedule is rough, yeah. but otherwise, great. Like that's he's a good pl- he's a good wide receiver though. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's a good play. Um, is there? Yes. Um, my number two guy was Tyler Algier as well, um, just because his matchups. You know, these next two matchups are not super great, but he got over 100 scrimmage yards, um, 80 on the ground, or more than 80 on the ground, and 11 total touches. Um, so, I, yeah, just wanted to show those numbers. But yeah, Algier is going to be a starting running back, so maybe not play him right away because the defenses. But it's going to be a while probably before Patterson comes back. Oh yeah, he's on IR, so he's gonna miss so, at least four weeks. Okay, then yeah, then get get Algier. Um, but besides that, I'm gonna go with Josh Reynolds. Ten point six percent rostered. Say what you will about the Lions, but they are one of the top scoring teams in the league, if not like the top scoring team. They are um, the top scoring okay. team in the league now after yeah. this week. Just wild again, but one of those things where how do you how do you and, score forty five points and lose? Their defense but, gives up the most points in the league. Thirty second. Hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really perfect. Um Reynolds has gotten some of that action in the past few weeks with Amon Ross being kind of um especially out this week. Um he finished this past week with as the wide receiver nine. That's going into Monday night. That might have changed. Um, but he's averaged nine targets, six and a half catches, and eighty-eight and a half yards per game over the last two games. Um they face the New England Patriots, who are not a great team. Um their defense is okay, but they you they can be scored on, especially in this kind of I don't want to say high powered offense, but um, they get they get points. Um, Josh Reynolds is another guy for me, and I I like this offense, especially if Brown and Shark gave me out. Mm -hmm. Reynolds is the guy, and they they have they have a bye week after New England, so we'll see kind of who is back after that bye. Um, But you know, at least if 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 anything, a streaming option for this week for sure. I literally streamed him. Hmm. to win a game versus Aaron. Well, there you 20, go. 20 fantasy points. It was amazing. So that was my number three. My number two, uh, Rashad White. Hmm. I say Rashad. Yeah, Rashad. Rashad. Yeah, I think so. Rashad. Okay, cool. Um, 
I mean, led the team in rushing yards with six. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Fournette with a negative three. But hey, hey, listen, he was on the field a lot. Even after he dropped the opening fumble or had the opening um, fumble on mm. the kickoff, he got a touchdown. He got five, uh, five targets, five receptions, 50 yards. I like him. If they're going to keep using him, especially to you know help Leonard Fournette, or if Leonard Fournette gets hurt, I think White could be a definitely a guy who to me fancy useful. So I pick him up now and see what happens. I wouldn't start him, but again, five targets with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans being on the field. Yeah, I agree. Um, my number two is Tyler Algier. And the only reason I'm at two is because of Caleb Huntley. I think that they mm. are going to split time. It's not just going to be Algier. Like it was just Cordero Patterson. Um, I have Josh Reynolds on my list. I also have Rashad white on my list. So I'll give you uh, another name. So I talked about earlier, just signed by the Broncos, Latavius Murray, mm. who came off the practice squad on Sunday for the saints. Touched the ball 11 times for 57 yards. He scored a touchdown. He looked pretty good. Uh, they seem The Saints seem to go to him more than they went to Mark Ingram, hmm. who has been on the team all season. Uh, Latavius Murray going to the Broncos. Javante Williams going down for the season. Melvin Gordon has the fumble problem. Mike Boone can't catch the ball, can't hold on to the ball. Uh, don't really want to add him. Uh, so Latavius Murray. That kind of leads into my, um, like a drop player for the week. Okay. Melvin Gordon. Like I, I don't, I can't, you can't trust him I can't going drop. forward. I can't drop him either. No, I have, I have no. to I, you're right. Can't Bench trust him. him. Yeah. But, okay. But there is too much fantasy value in this offense. If it ever gets right. Especially because Javante is going down. Melvin Gordon is going to be the lead back there still. Hmm. Before this week, they were splitting time and, and they were both getting this, you know, meaningful touches. Melvin Gordon fumbles a lot and uh, you, you're right. You can't trust him, but guys, I got to keep him on the bench. All right. I, I think he's very boomer bust and, but no, I agree. yeah, he's a touchdown dependent guy. Yep. Mm. Right. As often as ever gets right. It's going to be too He knows how to find the end zone. Fair enough. That's what he does best. Then I'll pivot to another guy or i think a guy last week and i'll say it again if you still have him alan robinson i think we were joking about this earlier with as the game was happening he gets like a lot of targets and especially like in the end zone i think just like we were saying just like so stafford has can say i'm targeting you you're you're, you're getting the ball thrown to you but he's just not like he ends up with like two targets on the day or something and it's just like it's not what you want especially when a lot of those are in the end so he's and he's not getting those. It's just not like Cooper Cup seems to be the main guy, and then Tyler Higby, um, and then otherwise not many other people on this offense. <clears throat> so a guy that might be a little droppable for me, especially with Brian Robinson coming back, Antonio Gibson. Again, I don't think you can drop him. There's uh, another yet. guy. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting more work than him. Robinson's coming. They don't want to play Gibson. I understand that, but, but he's the starting guy, though. Like, I until he's, like he's he's touchdown, just maybe more touchdown dependent than Melvin Gordon. Uh, I mean, he, he does perform, he performed really bad versus the Eagles. He got a touchdown. 
He performed really bad again versus the Cowboys. McKissick was be- looked better than him. It's just, it's just uh, you, like I, mean, I, can, I agree. You're right. You probably have to just put money bench. So, but yeah, in my you can't opinion, trust. But I would drop him. Probably for the best to drop him, but uh, you're not finding someone getting more snaps on the waiver wire. Like unless you, if you need to pivot to a running back, which is what happens most of the time. If you drop a running back, you got to pick up a running back because they're mm-hmm. so scarce. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I'd be hard pressed to find someone that's uh, that I'd drop Gibson for. A little, a little bit different from this from dropping. Is there anyone you would try a trade for right now? A Wait, four weeks in? I'm dropping Dr- Traylon Burks. Well, oh, yeah. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Javante Williams. Javante Williams, you could drop. <laughs> you have an IR spot open. Maybe if you just want to hold it, just so you don't waste Yeah, just for the memories. Can you draw the memories of your 11 points? Can you drop, popped off. Can you drop Julio Jones? Or... Or Russell Gage, maybe I don't know. Like it just maybe doesn't. Because they're so banged up. But yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, if you like ten targets, if you if you need a spot, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd rather have Josh Reynolds than Julio right now. Yeah, just because it doesn't seem like even last like in the Sunday night game, he was going to Fournette on passes before he was going to guys yeah. like Julio I think, and stuff. I think Russell and, and Julio combined for three targets. Yeah. yeah, that's not enough for I, me. So yeah, I might even go Corey Davis over mm. Julio. Corey Davis underrated. For, yeah, low key six point nine percent roster. You, he's out there. You could go get Corey Davis and yeah, Zach Wilson and Dog. Dog, he is a dog. Wolf, dog. Got his first, got his dub. You know, did his job. Sorry, JJ. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah, we're not a good team this year. It's okay. Sorry, right. the streets coming to the end, buddy. I don't think Mike yeah. Tomlin's pulling the. He's gonna retire <laughs> right before. Get his get his five hundred and be like, all right, I'm gone, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he retired after that first win. Yeah. Bang! <laughs> I sure should have. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm out, y'all. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett, the future. It's no. Around. He he does look like he has potential. You know, yeah. like he's yeah. Better than Mitch Trubisky. Oh yeah. It's gonna take him some time. Yeah. And I. That'll do it for the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any questions for our Wednesday or our Thursday podcast, send it to them by Wednesday on Twitter, Instagram at FF Daydreamers. Uh, head over to our website at fantasydaydreamers.com. Uh, get all of our content there. We got articles coming out. You guys can see all the podcasts, previous podcasts, all that. Uh, anything else to plug? Um, I don't know. This was our hundredth episode, so that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah, dang, made it to hundred. Yeah, we should have had a way bigger celebration. <laughs> He's got no party music. Lame, lame, terrible well, producer. Uh, well, wait, I don't know. We're like all celebrating sub- our own ways. <laughs> like and subscribe wherever you guys get your podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Tell a friend. Let's go win some championships. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.
Happy 100, yeah, 